Good afternoon. This is the weekly wrap for Saturday, April 1st. Starting with the macro picture, uh, the banking crisis that rattled the markets here over the last three weeks seems to have calmed down quite a bit. The Federal Reserve has injected a, a lot of liquidity and stabilized a lot of banks, not only here domestically, but globally. Uh, so that has the stock market well off its lows, and in fact, the NASDAQ is making six-month highs. So uh, for the moment, those fears and anxiety have been uh, calmed quite a bit. Uh, China continues to come back to life as they have been strong buyers of corn now. 11 of the last 13 days, we have seen purchases by China of U.S. corn. And this week, they were the lead buyer for cotton as well, and still in the soybean market. Uh, the Ukraine war is eerily quiet. Uh, it appears that the market is waiting for word of some kind of offensive this spring by Russia into Ukraine. But uh, both sides seem to be trenched in with more weapons and more financial aid getting funneled to Ukraine every week. Uh, so that situation continues to drag on and deteriorate the idea of planted acres in that area. Uh, we did get a healthy dose of USDA data, uh, starting with the cotton acres. They came in at 11.25 million acres. That's down uh, 2.5 million acres from last year's 13.8 million acres, and pretty much right on par with what the trade was looking for. For corn, the USDA, based on their surveys, showed 92 million acres versus 88.5 last year and the trade was looking for 90.8. So certainly, um, you know, three and a half million more acres than last year, that makes sense with good high prices uh, and fertilizer and chemical prices coming down and certainly is slightly higher than the average trade guess. That's probably why the, uh, uh, the new crop really didn't do much on Friday. For soybeans, uh, it was a shock, I guess, to the system as we were looking for you know, 88.24 million acres came in at 87.5, so about 750,000 acres less soybeans than what the trade was looking for. So that was bullish. We ended up with more planted wheat, about a million acres more than what the trade was looking for. So that was negative wheat uh, on the balance sheet. Uh, the real big surprise was in the quarterly stocks where uh, the USDA showed 70 million bushels below the average trade guess for corn, 60 million bushels below the average trade guess for soybeans. Uh, these were large misses from a historical context for both of them, and uh, on wheat, uh, slightly above the average trade guess. So we've been talking for quite a while now about the spreads, about the May, July, uh, and how inverted that has become. And we've been talking about basis levels, so you know it's it. This is a, a normal um, path by the USDA to slow roll. What is a very clear sign that we are out of corn and we are out of beans, and they're going to continue to show that in these quarterly grain stocks. Remember, it started in January with their estimate on the December stocks. It's continuing now with the March. And uh, it's going to progress through to the June and ultimately to the September, where we're going to have to come to the realization that we are running out of corn and we're running out of beans. The speculators, they spent the week covering their newfound short in corn. 
They're not totally out of that short yet, but after this report, they are getting out. So remember, they went from being long 240,000 contracts to short 50 or 60,000. And I'm sure by the end of this week, they're back to even. Uh, in soybeans, meal, and oil, where they were very long uh, meal and oil, they've gotten out of all their oil short, uh, length, and are, they're now short oil. They've gotten out a lot of their meal. Uh, they got out of some of their beans, uh, quite a bit actually, and so they've gone to a more neutral stance on the soy complex. In cotton, they are maintaining a large 24,000 contract short. Uh, a large 89,000 contract short in Chicago wheat, and they've spent the week getting even Kansas City and Minneapolis wheat. It's interesting to note that stocks in deliverable positions for both KC and Minneapolis are already at near record low levels, levels we haven't seen since the 2007-08 melt-up in the wheat market, where Minneapolis wheat hit $23 a bushel. So we're at levels comparable to that. It's the Chicago wheat that uh, seems to attract the attention of managed money and their large short there. Um, we talked about the spreads. Uh, they gained 30 points in cotton. The May-July spread was 64 points uh, to a carry last week. It closed this week at 32 points, so that narrowed in. That's a sign of strong physical nearby demand. We saw that with a 280 to 300,000 bale export sales report. So China is coming in. The world is coming in to buy our U.S. cotton. That's a very good sign. And that's what's helped to narrow that May-July spread. If we get that thing to option or even or zero, we're going to go ahead and roll all our cotton from the May to the July and look for the rally that we're looking for in prices on the July. And so when we get close uh, to, to option or even money, I'm going to send you out a text and remind you to go ahead and roll your May cotton to the July. Corn also gained on the week, $0.04 cents on the spread. We're now inverted $0.24, cents, uh, a record for those uh, contracts. Soybeans gained $0.08 cents on the spread. They're now at $0.30, cents, another record inversion. Um, so, you know, rather than settling down on this information and sort of, you know, based on USDA confirming how tight things are, the market continues to blow these spreads out even more, indicating severe, severe tightness in the old crop cash market for grains. Technically, uh, cotton did bounce nicely off that low uh, around 70, upper 74 cent area. And we're back rallied here at 83 there is some good technical resistance here at the 50-day moving average at 83.26 and the 100-day moving average at 83.22. So it's not surprising that we're resting in this area. Um, maybe we have you know one pullback here as we've had a big rally off the lows this week. And but eventually we're going to break those moving averages. The next target that comes into play is 87 cents. That's the 200-day moving average for the May contract. So that would be an area that if you needed to uh, sell some cotton, price it you know, just underneath 87 cents. If not, you know, we're going to hold for that breakout uh, above 87, where we're going to get, I believe, into the mid-90s, that 95-cent area. Now, depending on how export sales continue to run, 
And depending on the weather for West Texas, which continues to remain dry, it is possible that the July contract could break out uh, above this 90, 95 cent area and make a run toward a dollar. But we're going to need, you know, continued strong demand and a weather concern. And we'll keep an eye on that development there. May corn technically had a big week. We got back above the 50, the 100, the 200-day moving average. Um, beans also back above the 50, the 100, the 200-day moving average. Wheat, Kansas City wheat, is now above the 50 and the 100-day, but still below the 200-day moving average. But that's pretty close. That's at 893. And then Chicago is below all the moving averages. So it's interesting that even... Uh, as the funds sold in that moment of panic and fear and anxiety related to the banking crisis, here we are in the blink of an eye back above all the moving averages on a technical basis. So they sold out of fear and anxiety and ran headlong into record demand. And we've talked about this. We, we mentioned that this would not end well for the speculators. And now that the USDA data is coming in and confirming our view on the tightness of these stocks, um, the funds are, are basically now back at zero, back even, trying to figure out what their next move is. That will depend on uh, the weather going forward. Uh, since we don't have a buildup in acres on corn, excuse me, on beans, but we do on corn, but those corn acres are already in jeopardy in the Dakotas where they're under several feet of snow. And it doesn't look like they'll be melting anytime soon. So the market, I believe, is trying to price in this battle between new crop corn and beans. It's going to try to take acres away from corn and over to beans since the beans have a much tighter balance sheet. I think you'll see that battle play out over the next 60 days. But Mother Nature is ultimately the one that's going to have her say on what acres get planted and how many prevent plant acres get planted in the Dakotas, or don't get planted, excuse me, in the Dakotas, in Minnesota, and maybe even parts of Wisconsin. We'll have to keep an eye on this. But again, this should not come as a surprise to us. We've been talking about these spreads. We've been talking about the basis levels and how inverted they were and, and how the funds were making a big mistake. So ultimately... Um, this is going to be a very long, difficult summer for the market because any weather hiccup now with the global balance sheet so tight, the U.S. balance sheet so tight, and, and finally being admitted by the USDA, weather is going to be a huge amplifier of volatility all summer. And so we're going to stick to our targets on 725 on old crop corn, $16 on old crop beans, 90 to 95 cents on old crop cotton, Still looking for that $11 mark on Kansas City wheat and $9.50 on the Chicago wheat. Uh, I'm going to lower that just a hair, but it looks like they're blowing that spread out between Kansas City and Chicago. Uh, but if there is a legitimate weather problem, that should narrow right back up. For new crop, you know, really, I have no interest in any targets here at these levels. Going to have to wait till cotton gets a lot closer to $0.90. Going to have to wait for beans to get a lot closer to 14 I'm going to have to wait for uh, corn to get a lot closer to $6.30 before I have any interest in doing any new crop marketing of any of the grains or cotton. So that's the update. Um, these are my opinions, not those of ADM or ADMIS. Have a wonderful rest of the weekend. And I will be building out a video uh, update on the grains and cotton. I will be using these new acreage estimates and building out a what-if scenarios for balance sheets for next year. 
The USDA will come out with their first estimates on that in May, but most of the market will be building out their own estimates for next year, and I'll have that to you by the early part of next week. Take care. Have a good weekend.